So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to put on, on the board for you, six forms. And we're going to start out today. And let me just say now, as I do this, those of you who've had some Greek before, please bear with me as I make the presentation. If you didn't have Greek from me, you will, this will be very different probably than the way it was presented to you. So I, I do this in a kind of completely different order. So please bear with me on this. I'm going to put up for you here <clears throat> the forms of the present time tense, indicative mood, we're talking about, talking about facts, and the middle voice, that is, it's activity for myself. Here we go. Now you'll notice when I put this up here, <coughs> that unlike my examples, we have a different connecting vowel that is possible beside Omicron, and it is epsilon. For the sake of the very first thing, the first part of my lecture here, I used only examples that used uh, Omicron for the sake of simplicity. Let's take a look at what we've got here. I've got six forms, and how do I have these laid out? These are singular. These are plural. These are first person, second person, and third person. And all of these are present tense, and they are indicative mood. Now, by the way, we will not be getting another mood. We will get the subjunctive mood as another mood. We will not be getting another mood until chapter 28. So basically, we're going to be in indicative mood here for a while. We'll be in indicative mood till the end of July. Well, no, we'll be in the indicative mood till the first part of August, uh, halfway through August. <clears throat> All right, now, and this is present tense. Stem here on this left side of the solid line. In the middle between the solid and the dotted line is the connecting vowel. And on the end of the word is the ending. Again, for those of you who've had some Greek before, let me say I think it is imperative that you think in terms of the three-part stem connecting vowel and ending, not stem and ending. Not stem and ending. Stem, connecting vowel, and ending. You will find it much more helpful because you will be able to get mood into the equation easier. I say this because a lot of people just go stem, ending. Stem, ending. It's not helpful. So this lu has to do with loosening or unfastening, loosing. 
What do each of these forms convey? Let's go through it in detail. This is the first person singular present indicative, and it is middle voice. So it has to do with loosing for myself, for my own interest, my own benefit, to fulfill my own plans. I would translate this first form then as I loose for myself. This, you loose for yourself. He looses for himself, she for herself, it for itself. <clears throat> we loose for ourselves. You skies loose for yourselves, South Milwaukee. <laughs> they loose for themselves. All right? <clears throat> Let me go through this again just to make sure everybody's on the page on this. First person singular is I, second singular is you, third singular is he, she, or it. First plural is we. Second plural is you or use or y'all. Third plural is they. Note, we do not distinguish gender in English except in the third singular. We say he or she or it. Interestingly enough, in English, we do not distinguish gender in the second. We don't say you feminine, you masculine, see, or you were, you we, or something like that. Languages do this. Greek does not distinguish gender in the third person. This is why it only has one form there. And so we have to say he looses for himself, she looses for herself, it looses for itself. Greek is just saying. Person looses for person's self. All right? And it's, it's our problem. It's not Greek's problem. Now, second point. Oh, no, before I get off this, I said that this has to do with loosing, untying, unfastening. 